0: Podcast series, Birth of the Song. We'll take you through the process of songwriting the production with the songwriters of our latest releases. Be sure to subscribe and stay up to date on upcoming episodes. Enjoy! And welcome back to the podcast. Hope you are doing splendid. We apologize in advance for our... It shouldn't actually be in in advance, should it? We just apologize for our lack of staying updated on these podcasts. We have been pretty successful with releasing a song every month. Um, Comes out to just about every month since we technically did two back in February. Yes, that's right. I pronounce it the way you spell it. February. Or should I say feb <laughs> I'm an idiot. Anyway, I am here by myself today to explain our song, Harper. Harper was released in April. Yes, we got some catching up to do. And it was the first song we did amidst the pandemic. So, normally we are all in the same room recording, generally at the same time. This one we were not able to do because of social distancing and everything being shut down. So, the process kind of went like this. It was a song idea that I had had for quite a long time that I needed to just kind of sit down and finish. Going back to, I want to say a decade ago or so. And, and so I will. A decade. That's how long ago it was. I read a book. My ex-wife was really into the uh, True Blood series. of uh, Books by Charlene Harris. And hold on, I'm going to get a drink. Ah, and I'm back. The, uh, so she, she's like, you should you'd really like it. They're going to make a TV show out of it. Yes, that's how long ago this was. You should read the books just to kind of get yourself familiar with it. So I started reading, I don't know, the first couple chapters of the first book, and I was like, yep, yeah, nope, not for me. It's cool and all, but, like, not interested. She said, well, I really like this author. We had actually gone to, like, a book signing or something, and I had met her, and um, fans were a little intense for me. But the, the process of writing and understanding a writer's thought process is always something that I find interesting. So I wanted to delve more after meeting her. I wanted to delve more into some of her books and came across the Harper Connolly series without boring everybody too much to death. um, If you're interested in this sort of stuff, go check it out. Um, The premise of it is that the main character, Harper, was able to see how people died I believe she had to touch them or at least be like in the general area of where a dead person was and they she could see the way they died she became so, kind of like a special consultant in murder cases homicides things like that now she had a stepbrother who was her kind of like PR guy and kind of you know handle like the business end of things and the scheduling everything else And his name was Tolliver. They had this weird dynamic of relatively close in age, step-siblings, that sort of thing. However, and this is where the interesting part came in, Tolliver was madly, madly in love with Harper, but obviously couldn't be. A, working relationship. B, step-siblings kind of makes things taboo. So I came up with the idea to have this story... From his perspective About having feelings for somebody That you cannot be with So I, I thought It would be kind of cool And I, I wanted to keep the name Harper Just because I think that's kind of a cool name But So that's kind of where the idea came from So I sat down at the, at the piano Actually and started kind of playing Through some chords, made some adjustments To account for harmonies And things like that um, But this song Pretty much I had all in my head. I just needed to kind of organize it so that it was flowy, for lack of, for lack of a better word. Anyway, um, so I laid it down real rough. Uh, I think I threw it like a tambourine, an acoustic guitar, and a piano, and then my vocal. And then I sent it to George to get familiar with it. And then at one point I actually packed up, most of the drum microphones and a lot of the equipment I use to record drums, and I took them over to George's house and set them up. His mom was gonna make me dinner, but uh, I had I had to be somewhere else at at that time. So, thank you very much, Mama Kappolus, for the uh, offer for dinner, but next time. Anyway, so got him all set up at his house so that he could record his parts remotely at his leisure and then send the files to me much the way dominic has done things pretty much from the beginning so we did that got all his parts he sent them back to me i laid down the bass did some more things i think it did all the vocals got them all done and then sent it off to dominic and tony dominic did his normal stuff send it back and then tony sent his files the same Send it back to me into my computer, organize things, you know, run signals out back into amplifiers and mic them up and do all the fun stuff as if the guys were here. Technology kind of really made that possible since we weren't able to actually be in the same room. Anyway, so we get all the, uh, all the things done and the process, believe it or not, takes a lot longer this way than if we're all in the same room making decisions kind of instant instantaneous it's a matter of "Mm, that guitar part's really not working or this bass line doesn't work or can you do this drum fill going into whatever this is a, uh, a situation where you just kind of record your part and then send it off and then nobody has heard the other parts yet so as it you know goes through its revolutions of people and their ideas things get changed things get moved around and it kind of a slow process in getting to the end result which it was different for us and cause a little, cost a little bit of tension. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tony and I had it out. So I know you guys listen to these podcasts and think, "Oh, these guys get along great. They've been friends forever. This is so easy for them. Oh, being in a band is so much fun." Spoiler alert: It's not always fun. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a marriage, and it's a marriage with three other dudes, and it's kind of awkward. And I feel like sometimes. The longer you're in a band with somebody, the more problems can, you know, can kind of rear its ugly head, shall we say. You know, Tony and I have worked together for, well, and Dom. I met them both in 2001, so I've known them both for 19 years, both working, you know, musically in the studio and as friends. So there's a lot of things that can kind of come up and, you know, you you, you work past them. A, as friends, and B, as bandmates, to keep focused on the big picture. That's really the, uh, that's really the, the end goal. You know, our, our friendships are important, but at the end of the day, we can be friends and not do music together. That's totally possible. But it makes it more fulfilling when you're able to do music and work on things that are exciting together. And that's that's the benefit of of the heroes and and you know being in a band with people that you actually kind of kind of like <laughs> at the end of the day, um, so yeah. So it was a uh, it was a strange awkward process, um, one that we really wouldn't have to do again. You know, of course I'm looking back on this now. It's six months later, but the process was, I think it was good for us as a band, and it kind of showed a lot of, showed us a lot of things based on having to make adjustments. And I think that's the one thing we can kind of take away from, at least from my standpoint and the band standpoint of this pandemic is being able to stay focused on your goals, but some adaptability kind of needs to fall into place where we can, kind of shift gears a little bit and go, okay, well, the end result is this. If we can't do it this way, let's find another way to do it and kind of, you know, do your little work around and, you know, you work through it. And obviously the stress of everything kind of, kind of gets to it. But at the end of the day, we were able to sit down, roll up our sleeves and get it done and finish it. And that's really kind of where it, where the fulfillment of it comes from, you know, uh, it, it's nice to look back at these bunch of songs and be like, hey, we did this, but that's just kind of the cherry on top of the sundae, if I can call it that. The process of actually writing these songs and recording them and, and playing them over and over and working them out, for me, that's the fun part, and I'm, I'm assuming the guys would feel the same way, and if not, well, then they're out of the band. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I'm just kidding. Just kidding, guys. I love you. Um, I love you all. Thank you so much for – I know this is a short episode, but it's just me babbling about nonsense, band stuff. But uh, thank you so much for all of you who continue to support us, support this podcast, Any any of your kind words via text, ordering merch. Um, sharing videos, any of that kind of stuff. We really appreciate it. We don't take it for granted. And we hope you stick around because we have some very, very cool things coming up um, in the not-too-distant future. Anyway, um, as always, um, stick around because we will play this song. I almost said new single, but it's like almost six months old. Anyway, um, without further ado... Here is our single Harper.
1: I bet when we met, I was the only one whose heartbeat skipped a beat. When you said, hi, my name is Harper the Armor. I've built to shield. My heart came crumbling apart right from the start. And I could never tell you. With thought and feeling tragic the magic is left to smoke in mirror's taboo to love you So I'll just bite my tongue and push my feelings deeper down.